So yeah, I, I wrote down notes because uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't know if you could tell on Facebook. I was like stressing about <laughs> about like I did how much uh, it, like because all of a sudden I like I think it was like last night or this morning. I was like, oh shit, I had work to do. World, we're gonna get right to the show, I promise. But I wanted to take this time to quickly say thank you to Colin for being on today's podcast and also for being on any podcast in general, and also wish him good luck in his future endeavors. He's moving to Seattle today, or maybe it's not, maybe it's tomorrow, I don't know. I uh, probably sound like a bad friend now, but I just wanted to say, uh, you know, good luck, keep your head up, and uh, that this one's for you, buddy. And now the show. Hello, world. How are you? Today, I have comic or comedian. What do you, that's weird to call uh, somebody. And either or. Yeah. <laughs> either or works. It's applicable. Yeah. I have comic comedian Colin Rankin. Both is better. <laughs> Joint, yeah, that's twice the qualification. Twice, right? On your resume, it's comic slash comedian. <laughs> uh, job number one, comic. <laughs> yeah. Job number two, comedian. Hourly wage, zero. <laughs> Colin Rankin is joining me today. Uh, you've heard him on a Talk 30 to Me episode. He's a very funny guy. He's an Ann Arbor guy. Uh, I wanted to get him in here to just get drunk and talk about lists, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I have a, a weird qualification. I don't know if I explained this to you before. But uh, I don't, and you maybe not even have listened to a full episode. That's okay if you haven't. But in this show, what we do is we will make a list, and the only important thing is that you explain your logic for that list in particular. You don't have to abide by the same logic for each list. Sure. If you did, that's fine. But just try to give some sort of structure yeah. to why you thought the way that you did, because that's where the fun comes in. I can, I can try. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't told you the order in which we're gonna. Uh, discuss the lists. Right. I can tell you one thing though is that one of the lists is actually a quick fire list to make sure that because I, I made this show top six in order to be more uh, unique so that when people you know Google top six on accident or even on purpose uh-huh. that this has a more likely chance of rising than top five because uh, top fives are crowded on you YouTube. Call, uh, you know? Savvy, savvy yeah. SEO, <clears throat> search engine optimization is there what uh, it's known as in the biz. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's why I made it top six. So in order to keep the time down, I just have one list where we just kind of rifle through and that's we fine. we give our whole list. Uh, how are you doing today? You doing well? Doing well, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think the first part of my day was productive. I, I applied to a job, um, so that was cool. Yeah. Talk more into the mic. There I, you go. Yeah. <laughs> I applied. I applied to a job. My, uh, <laughs> mic microphone. Uh, Mike. He goes by Mike. Mike. <clears throat> uh, magic Mike. Um, yeah, I applied to a job, and then I Where wrote. So, uh, so uh, in the vein of moving to Seattle, um, I applied to. It was a. The job was administrative specialist number two. Um, like it was like a part in like a screenplay or something. Oh shit. <laughs> but, right. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's administrative specialist number two <laughs> in the department of elections in Seattle's local government. Whoa. Um, that's cool, man. And yeah, Dude, their was, local elections are routed. Uh, yeah. Because people care. Out yeah. There. They do. They really yeah. do. Both on both sides of the, of the aisle, mm-hmm. as they say, like, which is cool because I feel like that leads to a lot of, uh, productive dialogue and whatnot. And yeah. I'm not here to recite my whole cover letter. But, for sure. For sure. I, but yeah. yeah. So I, I applied to that job and <laughs> I don't know. No, I yeah, felt, but, it felt good. Cause like I haven't applied to anything since like January when I applied to the internship that I did last right. semester. So, um, just like sat down and I was like, cause I'm, I, I tend to have, uh, like this, I have this inertia where I'm like, the most I'll do is like I'll look at jobs and I'll be like, that's enough for today. Like yeah. I looked 
and yeah. like I'll apply to them at some point. You won't and take I the next step. Never yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. And so it felt good to just like sit down and be like, here's my like update my resume, oh. go through the application process. Here's a cover letter. Wrote that in 30 minutes and just like done. Like, I relate sent. to that so and hard. It's probably not all the best that it could be, but I was like, it's just it's done. Like I'm just yeah. Yeah. So. And then I went to work and I got tipped really badly all night. So this was like first part of the day was good. Right. Second part of the day was less than good. But well, you know, uh, when you talk about uh, applying, like physically getting up and doing it mm-hmm. and saying like, sometimes I'll think like, oh, I thought about a good sketch idea today. Let's write down. Let's, let's yeah, write that down in the let's ideas. Write down the premise. Yeah, I do that all the time keep, with yeah. jokes. I just yeah. write down the premise. Right. In like. No, in like it's, ten words, and no. I'm like, yeah. do I'll more, remember what this means. Do more with that at yeah. some point. Like, no. there's like tons of jokes in there, yeah. and then you and then gotta sit down, yeah. and and twist your own arm and get it done. And I'm glad that you did that. I wish you the best of luck in that. Thank you. Thank you for having you and for being on. Uh, we'll yeah. see you later. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> those were all the lists. <laughs> right, that was it. Yeah. The, the game is fine where the list was. <laughs> right. In that two minute top five administrative specialist, <laughs> specialist number <position>. two. <laughs> to apply for um so today what we are drinking on is a this is you work at jolly pumpkin work at jolly pumpkin which is a sour beer like specialist belgian sour style oak aged beer uh beer Uh, wow they they call it beer yeah they don't um they spell it if you can see on the bottle b-i-e-r-e Because they're all Belgian styles. Um, so so, it's, so it's what's this French called? Bambier? Bambier. Ban- it's just yeah. Bambier. Bambier, okay. Um, yeah. This is kind of our flagship uh, sour beer. It's what we give people Real quick, who are... I, I promise you Jolly Pumpkin's not a sponsor. He just works for them and he knows no, a lot yeah, about it. I'm yeah, I'm just like, I like our own beer, so <laughs> right, like, yeah. this is a shameless plug, but I'm right. like not being paid for it. Right, for sure. <clears throat> and, and what is this? This is a... So yeah, so it's a, it's a sour saison. Um, saison meaning uh, coming from the, the idea of what a farmhouse ale is, um, which is a French, I believe, style of beer, um, where the idea is like it's just brewed with whatever was on hand uh, on farms. So they would just be like, well, we have this many spices and this much like right. grain or whatever, and we're just going to brew like with so, what we have. So they tend to be spicy and weird, and they're all different, sort I, of. I really like it. Uh, and I'm not saying that just because you're, you're here. Mm-hmm. I really like it because it's got this weird, uh, I don't know, it's not booze forward. That's a cocktail term. Uh-huh. But, like, the first thing that hits you is certainly not alcohol. It's yeah, a bit of tart. It's, it's tart, yeah. And then the aftertaste is the opposite. So I think, actually, it's it's sour, then tart, and then you get beer. And if you like beer, I think this is serious. It's like the it the chain into it yeah. exactly. It lets you know what's coming, mm-hmm. and then once you get it, you're like, okay, that's you're good. Like, I, I like was that. Prepared for that, yeah. So that's what we're drinking for the show. We have a. Well, I'm gonna grab this bottle. Hold up. <laughs> we have a Black Fly Tequila Margarita. <laughs> That I'm unsure where I acquired this from. Uh, you, a, we have about fifty-five percent <laughs> of a black flight yes. margarita uh, in a bottle. So the pre-mixed margarita. Uh, Colin told me I used the phrase "found" and "alcohol" too much, but I, I, I didn't truly say too much. I just said more than average. Yeah, more than average. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I truly don't know where I found that. Yeah. So we'll we'll you know we'll consume that. Uh, let's get right into the list. Yeah. Seven minutes in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's right. get right into, right it, into after, it after seven, all of that it, bullshitting. It, so our our first list is a list suggested by listener Jackson Touchberry. He's been on a couple podcasts. He's a great guy. He wanted to do top five, or wanted to hear, excuse me, top five pasta shapes. Okay. So we'll start with our number fives. All right, cool. So 
I'll start it off. This is just to give you the format of how this will, will go down. Sure, yeah. My number five is Cavatappi. Okay. Do you know what that is? I don't know. Um, I like, Googled a bunch of pasta shapes <laughs> okay, earlier, okay. so I certainly saw it. <laughs> it's like a... a it's like the spiral. This is great for a podcast. Okay. It's like a, it's like a He's spiral. Doing something with his hands. <laughs> with my fingers. You'd yeah. get it if you could see it. it. Oh, man. If you guys were here, you'd yeah. love this. It's like an elbow macaroni noodle uh-huh. if it was stretched out and spiraled. Okay. And then and if so they use like it. a longer macaroni? Sure. But like the I, natural the spiral, conclusion of macaroni. The natural conclusion. Potential. Like, the potential energy as of if, macaroni. As if, so it would be like if how they made macaroni was just tons of long spirally noodles and then they just chopped them. Right, yes. But if they just didn't chop them. If they just didn't. Okay. If this would be great for YouTube if I could like put a picture up of it, but yeah. I do not care that much or I'm not and I'm not that good at editing, so <laughs> I hope you Google Kavatapi. It's it's quite delicious. Or use your brain power. <laughs> it's <laughs> I used I feel like you've been pretty descript. Good, okay, good. Uh it's used in a lot of mac and cheeses. It's very okay. good. What's yours? Um <clears throat> Uh, my number five is orzo. Um, mm. I like orzo in a lot of things. Um, I put it at number five though because I feel like it's just like rice in disguise. Orzo is that the small, like, s- like yeah, it's circular, just like bigger rice? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're just yeah, they're just like little uh, ellipses right. of noodle. Yeah. And you know, so like, ellipses. They're like of ellipses noodle. of they're like little football noodles. That's they're a great like band name. Grains of <laughs> yeah. ellipses of noodles. Oh shit, that was my band name. <laughs> cool. No, uh, yeah, I, I I I find it satisfying to eat. Um, just I don't know because it's it's you don't even have to chew it almost you right. know, um, which is satisfying and it's also disconcerting at the same time. <laughs> right. And it, I just think it's like who. Who was like, we need a different kind of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who was not a fan. Rice isn't doing it. Well, do you have long rice? That's also a thing. Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's not get into rice theory. Uh, what Do you like your pasta al dente? That's yes. A, so okay. So you're, that means like way like cooked a lot, right? Uh, al dente means undercooked. Oh, never mind. Oh, no. Okay. I like it the other way. So like a little chewy. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I definitely well, no, don't. No, if I figured al dente would be chewy if it's undercooked, you mean you okay, chew I, it more. I like it like. I'm not qualified I to like talk it, about okay, pasta. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. Uh, no, I like it to be like mush, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Mush. Yeah. You like tapioca. I like yeah. the work already done for you're, me. Yeah, your I number one is. I want to be able to like tilt the bowl and swallow. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I, I like. I don't like al dente, but I I like pasta perfectly cooked. Is okay. that a weird? No, that's not a bad opinion. No, I'm gonna keep moving. You use the word perfect in it, so <laughs> so that obviously means clearly yeah. that's not weird. My number four is fettuccine. Okay. Uh, I you know spoiler alert: spaghetti is not in my top five. It's good. I enjoy spaghetti, but I feel like if I am having a long a long boy. I'll, I'll, I'll t- I really appreciate the usage of long boy. <laughs> Thank you. If we had made it this entire way through without one long boy, I would be. It would have been one long boy. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been a long boy without a long boy. Right. Uh, I know. I like fettuccine because it's just it's flat. Um, it's the only pasta I can really think about. That is flat, like it was a good adjective. I, mean, usually, I know. Yeah. Usually I, people use flat. Like it's in like a bad way. you weren't there. It was flat. You weren't there. You'd, it's the only flat thing flat that chested is bad <laughs> supposedly like it's the only thing that is in the tires aren't supposed to be flat i'm so sorry i'm just now i'm on this tangent your, your tone is flat like yeah, my not, tone yeah, is flat yeah, nothing is good with flat right yeah. i i get that but i enjoy the texture that it brings 
And like with Alfredo specifically, uh-huh. a chicken Alfredo, I feel like so there's no better way to consume works, that. It complements the yeah. dish well. Yeah. So it does it has one job and it does that right. one job well. What's your number four? Uh, my number four <clears throat> is uh, spatzel, and uh, the only reason that I put it on here was because it's a funny name. Spatzel. Spatzel. <laughs> Have you ever had it? No. <laughs> I told you, I googled pasta. <laughs> what is it shaped like? And then we're moving out because you never had it. Like nothing. Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> just like, I think it was like less about the shape and more about like the way that Spatzel? it's cooked. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like the like, one German sounding pasta. Yeah. I think it's, I think it is German. I think it's, and I think it's probably technically like Spätzle. Spätzle. But yeah. I like Spätzle? to just, I like to look at it. Like as if it's English and as if it's spatzel. Spatzel. And I don't. I just. I get a kick out of saying that to myself. <laughs> so I put spatzel at number four. So my number three is spatzel. No, I'm just kidding. My number three. <laughs> my number three is tricolor rotini. I really like rotini. Okay. I like a color to my cooking. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, it's visually appealing. Festive. It can go with a lot of dishes. You could replace rotini in spaghetti or its own its very own dish, and uh, it's it just it's perfect. So, uh, what's your number three? Excuse me. Uh, my, I, I, so I like, I, I saw pictures of these and, uh, and I, and I saw that they had a name, but I just, I just wrote down hollow cylinders. Um, oh, oh, oh I, so long, long ones are like penne, like SpaghettiOs, SpaghettiOs sort size? of like, no, like they're like, yeah, they're long. Right. That's what I mean. Long. Just, right. Yeah. As if you had like a rectangle of pasta and then you rolled it Is into that a cylinder. Maybe. What? <laughs> um, I just I enjoy them because you don't know the I name like, of it. You just, well, I just I like just thinking describing. It? Yeah, <laughs> I put them at number three because I like thinking that someone saw penne and was like, "This isn't enough. It's too sharp. Like, I can make the generic brand <laughs> right. of this. Like, yeah. it's too sharp. <laughs> yeah, it's like, too sharp. I we don't... need a different kind yeah. of like long and also hollow pasta." So, and so then they made <laughs> right. hollow cylinders. Anthony Bourdain said that back in the day they used to do coke out of penne noodles, like uncooked penne. That would be like the the straw yeah, they would that's use. That's how you cook which, penne. I thought. Which yeah, that's just how you do it. Yeah, that's Italian. You, you know. leave one of them uncooked <laughs> for the coke. For the coke. Uh, my number two is farfa farfalle. I don't know how he's pronounced in Spanish. It'd be farfalle. Farfal. Farfal. Yeah. Farfal. <clears throat> farfalle. Farfalle. It's like the bow tie ones. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. When cooked well, it's a little hard. A little hard. Oh, not bad. Get that in little the center, divot in the middle. Yes. That's kind of. It's not exactly crunchy, but yeah. it's like yeah. It's, it's exactly a contrast. not yeah. exactly crunchy. Is exactly the <laughs> word I'm looking at. Like the phrase. It's I'm not for. bad, but yeah. it's weird. But it's weird. So what's your number two? I put angel hair for number two. That's a, yeah, that's good. Um, mostly because I that's my go-to spaghetti. It's my go-to like if I'm just like buying pasta for the sake of like pasta right. to have with like sauce or whatever, I'll always buy angel hair. Um, I like it more than like regular spaghetti. I don't know because I already said like I like so, my pasta just like mushy, like but, super right, and it's closer to mushy. Yeah, I'm I like I already openly said I don't have spaghetti in my top five, so it's not my number one. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest angel hair fan. Give me 10 seconds besides for mush that you think angel hair is better. If you can, if that's too much of a spotlight, we can move on. Uh, I mean, I think we already like covered it just like it's, I think it takes less to get to that like consistency that I really okay. like. And yeah. I, I don't know. I just, it's a cultured answer. It blends 
in a weird way that like regular spaghetti doesn't. It purees. Yeah, purees. <laughs> dude, it's like almost it's like a pasta smoothie, and that sounds horrible. That <laughs> sounds so gross. For me, I, I'm into it. And so it's a cultured answer. Anybody okay. that like really likes Italian food kind of swears by angel hair being the better spaghetti and that's fine i didn't Give even me- know that but now i feel like i'm right <laughs> which is good yeah. yeah if i'm siding with the people who actually care give me your number Italian. one number one uh <laughs> i put uh <clears throat> number one is uh is uh i just put dick pasta which um, is oh wait like that's the, exactly what it sounds the penis like shaped yeah, pasta. yeah so i was in uh i was in spencer's no, not oh, Spencer's, okay, okay. but I'm sure they have it there. Yeah, they do. No, this was lit. This was in Italy, in Florence, in like the big outdoor market in Florence. My friend and I, who we were like 17 at the time, just found this. But like, we weren't even looking. Like, obviously, we got a kick out of it because we were 17 and dumb. But like, right. we just like found a bag of like <laughs> pasta that was shaped like penises. Yeah, we found a bag of dicks. Yeah, of we found a bag of dicks. And like, we spent a while just appreciating that. <laughs> And I, it's, it obviously hasn't left me to this day because, yeah. like, when when I got the list of like top five pasta <laughs> shapes, it's like dick pasta has to go on there. You went, yeah, you were. And like, I just, <sighs> I just love thinking about it because I like the only other like dick shaped foods are like novelty items for bachelorette parties. For sure. I feel like, yeah. And so I just like the idea of like a bachelorette party where the activity is like cooking pasta. <laughs> you know, like, That's great. Like, yeah. They're not getting yeah. strippers or anything. But, like, they, yeah, they <laughs> have like a ton of pasta going, right, yeah. and they're like, "But it's shaped like a penis!" Yeah. Ha ha! Congratulations, Cindy. Right. And yeah. like, I don't know. And then like, they just make pasta. That's their idea of well, edgy. That's way better than my number one. It's got way more heart. Mine is penny, just because I like it. It's good. Let's move on. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Let's go on to top five Christmas songs. This was suggested by Jonah Phelps. Okay. He is uh, an eclectic guy, and I think it's a, a unique list because it calls into somebody's relationship with the holiday. Yeah. I have never been a big fan of holidays in general. I think okay. I like the day. I don't like the fact that they're seasons. I don't like the fact that they're marketed to us in ways that make us want to buy things months before a holiday happens. I've got problems with it. Uh, Especially, I worked. Yeah. I worked retail where we'd sell <laughs> things months in advance, yeah. and I was like, I just, I can't. I hate what it stands for. But Christmas music, there's something so pure. Mm-hmm. So you know, even somebody like I'm not a, a rare religious person either. Somebody who's like can appreciate what that music means as a feeling and as a season. Mm-hmm. I think it was fun to do. My number five is Holly Jolly Christmas. Okay. You know, it just seems like a classic. I don't mm-hmm. know whether to go classics or or like new age. I kind of blend in my list, but yeah. Holly Jolly <clears throat> Christmas is my number five. What's yours? My list is absurd. <laughs> because, like, because I started to do the same thing where yeah. it was like, here's a, a heartfelt uh, right. list of like <laughs> Christmas all my songs. Favorite yeah. Christmas songs. Uh, I'm going to reinsert my number one, I guess, and just bump everything back. So then I guess my number five would be. Uh, I did, man, I did so much Googling for this. It was so lame. Like, I just, like, I, like, not even because I was like, I was like, I need ideas or whatever. Right. I just needed to, like, see the, my array of options because yeah. I can't call there's to memory so many. all yeah. of these, like, weird categories. <laughs> um, but I found a song called Nuttin' for Christmas. And, uh, and it's obviously, like, older slang yeah. for nothing. But it's spelled N U T T I N apostrophe for Christmas. 
I <laughs> just saw that and oh, I was like, man. it's got to be up there somewhere, yeah. but it's not special or good in any way. So it's you just, just needed that at the just list. Nothing for Christmas. I feel that. Okay. Uh, my my number four is "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year." I don't know what song. I don't know the title <laughs> you just of that. Know that one I line. just know yeah. that line, <laughs> and I like hearing it on the radio. Okay. So that's mine. All right. Um, my number four, uh, I'm going to give it to the Mean Girls version of Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, my. Because, That's great. you know, That's as, uh, as Damien says, everyone yeah. in the English-speaking world yeah. knows that song. Yes. <clears throat> it's one of my and, favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, it's the most, it's like, I feel like it's the most quotable movie of our generation. So I want to make do... a bold statement here. No, no. I, one, it's almost, it's hard to, that it's hard to argue or that. Or like Tropic Thunder, maybe. I, but here's the thing, though, is Mean Girls appeal to such a broad audience and the fact that it's so good that it stays relevant with right. newer generations. Yeah, it came out in like 2003. In a way that Tropic Thunder or many comic, com, com, why do I keep saying comic um, instead of comedy or comedian? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's it's aged in a way yeah, that comedy movies haven't been fine. able that, to. That word works in that context. <laughs> Thank you, but yeah. I just, I'm, I'm really hammered at home that, uh, that it's bad. So comedy movies do not age as well. It's like milk, you know, like <laughs> they, they age really poorly. When you watch a movie, like when you watch Animal House and you're like, this was people's favorite movie. There's like a joke about a guy raping a girl like oh, yeah, you're 40 right. minutes in. You're like, <laughs> whoa, like this was because for a second I was about to be like, wait, but like Animal House is it's kind of funny. funny. It's no, I, it's, but then it's you, funny. Yeah, there's definitely, yeah. and there's plenty of problematic things <clears throat> in, in well, like yeah, every comedy it was made movie. in like, what was it made in like the 70s? I'm, I'm going to say 71. Yeah. That's what I'm going to guess. Which just because John Belushi was still alive and I know he was not alive in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't think at least. Hey, okay. I'm showing my own idiot. <laughs> face okay so most wonderful time of the year you did jingle I bell did, rock uh, mean, mean girls, girls edition. jingle bell rock i want to do that's what i wanted to say i want to do a whole podcast on mean girls because there's six top five lists within that movie the number one i think is who 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 should have had the best career after that movie who should have who should who have did. not who did <clears throat> okay. but who should which is kind of a teaser to a future list in ours mm-hmm. but that it you is. know what mean girls top six coming at you soon anyways my number three is Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles. And it's spelled okay. C-U-M. And I think it's like nothing for... No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, no. Clearly, we great minds think alike. Yeah, you know. We both were like, how can we combine... Jizzle Bells Christmas rock. and semen. Yeah, and you know. My two passions. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so Please Come Home for Christmas is by the Eagles. Great band. Great song. That's about all I have to Sounds say about good. that. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I put uh, Baby It's Cold Outside... Great. At number yeah. three, because uh, it seems to only gain power as it gets older. It's like a snowball. Unlike like just... unlike all living things, right? yes. it gets more powerful as it ages. I did a duet of that with my friend Dave. Okay. I, you've met him. He's a comic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did tall guy. At DK's uh, yes, mic, right? at the Blind Pig. Yeah. yeah, he he hosts a TV show on Eastern's closed caption uh, like uh, cable network called okay. Still on the Air. And I filled in for his sidekick, Jackson, and uh, we sang Baby It's Cold Outside to each other. And it was just wonderful. Yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and so like I I put it at three because like like it's gone through some some reckoning um, because there's like so like when it came out like in the it was in like the 40s, I think. uh, 
it was fine or whatever. And then it's, it's pretty the problematic last, too. Last, yeah. Like, yeah, in the last ten years, uh, <laughs> it's it's come under some scrutiny yeah. for. Uh, yeah, it's like it's it comes off as it's pretty rapey, <laughs> and I was so like I was totally, totally like I had renounced it. Um, yeah. but like like fuck it's so catchy you know like yeah. it really it really it's like unfortunately defines a lot like just the sound of it it's almost like you know how smell is like really closely yeah. related to memory i feel like music is similar and and it is what it is but i've saw i've seen some justifications for it in the last year that like only that have come up with like in like the last like last christmas season like in 2017 um about how like what comes off as like the guy being rapey is actually just the like the girl singing about it in a way that says like like in the 40s like she wouldn't have been able to decide on her own to stay because she would right. be expected to go home to her parents but if she can if she can you know make the bare minimum excuse and be like well this guy was saying i should stay then she would be able to like, m- like make her own choice to stay. Yeah. <laughs> so what looks like the guy pressuring her right. to stay is actually just Him like being a, a, good a dude. cute way of like yeah. her subverting, you know, the pressure Gender to roles, be right. good yeah. and like to be like a, you know, a Madonna so, and not a whore, whatever. Have you ever seen those memes where it's like, actually, like it'll say like. A weird, it'll take a pop culture reference mm-hmm. and a weird take, and then the end of the meme with, in this essay, I will, and then they <laughs> end with that. It sounds a lot like yeah, actually so like, in 1940 right. when this song was written, and it was I don't you know, know, subverting roles. I think I, I think I'd probably have to do more research into those explanations of it. Uh, before research is not for this podcast. Before, before we, I like accepted back sure. in my life, but I, I had I had I will say I had banished "Baby It's Cold Outside" for a while, and then I started to see those, yeah. and I was just like, maybe because I just want it. I, I don't well, know. You let it in. Yeah. You know, you let it inside because yeah, maybe it was cold outside. outside. Yeah. yeah. What's that song gonna do? In, <laughs> so on its own. So I uh, I have a strict rule on most of my podcasts, like interviews. Or shows besides for this, where there's like preparing is something I just believe you shouldn't have to do on a podcast because I don't think you should be held at stake for one thing you say. Mm-hmm. So if somebody crucifies you for an opinion or a, a take or whatever, it's like, hey, I was speaking out of my ass on a podcast. Like people make mistakes, you know? So I think almost being able to research in the moment reinforces that everybody needs to know the right thing always 100% of the time which ideally yes in practicality no you're a person who walks around before google was invented people just lied i would like Like, to think i'm not endorsing or 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 i agree i'm not i'm not not. nor it's it's messages to women i'm not asserting that what i am saying is that in general if you listen to any of my podcasts Uh i tell people all the time do not use your phone we're just gonna talk we're just gonna talk as people you know if you're like a list that's fine Mm -hmm. but don't google don't make sure you're right no you have an opinion and if you're wrong you're wrong you're not gonna die it's okay i know about this or what i heard let's move on i'm sorry i don't mean to make it so no no you're fine i just uh i like it and i and i it's there's a debate about about its you know <laughs> its merits its space in, yeah. in our political awareness today. <laughs> so my number two is all I want for Christmas is you, and it's a Mariah Carey joint. Mm-hmm. The reason I like it is because my mom is a big Mariah Carey fan. It's like one of the newest songs besides for like Josh Groban that's been like accepted into the canon of yeah. Christmas songery. So that's my number two. What's your number two? So my number two 
is this beer makes me really burpy by the way it's really let it out that's i, I like it, it. <clears throat> um uh, my number uh, two is also all i want for christmas is you no way but, nice but not with a caveat so okay. it is the i don't know if you've Am I allowed to play an audio clip into uh, Just the for copyright reasons, it's got to be oh, quick. Gotta it's got to be quick. It's got to be, I think it's okay. like under six seconds is what you can like legally use. It's like That's Vine fair. worth. So what, what, explain why you look up. What, what's so, the reason? Oh, you can look is, it up still. I'm not stopping I, I have it pulled up. Okay, <laughs> okay. Right, don't worry. I came prepared. <laughs> um, there is, I don't even know if this would be copyright infringement because this is a, what, what it is is someone took... I should, I should, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, the, the beer's beer. gone. I'm sorry. I, for, <laughs> for the people listening at home, I tried to empty the beer and that was it. Um, that's good. Jeez, that's good. Yeah. So is yeah, it Mariah Carey based easy. or is it? It is, it is Mariah Carey based. Basically, someone took all I want for Christmas and they, they fed it through a MIDI converter. What does that mean? Um, means it, they fed the, uh, the audio, mm-hmm. like the actual audio from that track through uh, a device that put it all onto just like a MIDI track, so just just piano oh, notes. MIDI. 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 M-I-D-I. Oh, right, right. I thought you said um, MIDI converter. MIDI. Okay, I'm sorry. MIDI yeah. converter. Yeah. And then they turned it back into an MP3. Okay. And uh, I'll just read some some poll quotes. Okay, please do. Article. That's better. Um, than, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this this article. This is the first uh, thing I ever. My friend sent me this, and uh, yeah. Turned it back into an MP3. It is fascinating and sounds like a piano falling down an escalator for eternity. I love it and I am afraid of it. <laughs> and then someone else says, "It sounds like art." The result is this garbage. I'm driving myself up the wall because I swear I can hear the vocal line, but I don't know how that could be if you truly converted it to MIDI, unless you can replicate speech sounds entirely with modulated MIDI notes. So MIDI stops any any understandable coherent language and turns yeah, it into it's just piano notes okay so do you have it pulled up i have it play it play and it real i don't quick. i don't think that it would infringe copyright, okay let's go yeah but, let's go uh, let's go for it real quick okay we got to be quick because we're we're late into the list that's fine It sounds like Helter Skelter. Yeah, it does. Jesus like okay. Yeah. Okay. Stop the fight. So. Jesus. I throw on the towel. <laughs> oh my God. So that's my number two. That is horrific. Okay. My number one is the MIDI version of all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm done with that joke. My number one is Jingle Bell Rock. That's why I was so surprised. Okay. But it's not. Mean, mean so Girls have, is what I thought of. Two crossovers. Yes. So what's your number one? Uh, number one would be the sense field version of Happy Xmas slash Christmas War is Over, uh-huh. the John Lennon song. Yeah. Um, I say the sense field version because that was on a like pre-curated Christmas mix that my dad used to play all the time in the car slash in our house whenever it would be Christmas time. So I have just like good associations with good. that song and I like it more than the John Lennon version anyway. So it's, it's kind of, it's, I, so uh, I, I don't want to get too into like covers and stuff. That's where my brain was going to go. I'm going to shut it off. Some honorable mentions I wanted to mention were DMX singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> it's an honorable mention. It's yeah. worthy. Yeah. Uh, there's Okay, so a lot of people like Feliz Navidad. As a Hispanic person, let me tell you why you should not like Feliz Navidad. Please. They are saying 
they say Feliz Navidad, Prospero mm-hmm. Año y Felicidad. That is, and then they go, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And from the bottom of my heart, a Happy New Year, right? Sure. They're saying, when they say Feliz Navidad, y Grospero Año y Felicidad, they're saying Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. The song is the same, like, eight words. Oh, in a two different in two languages, different languages. <laughs> and I, look i'm happy that's just look, good marketing that's good marketing i'm happy they're making money every christmas i'm upset that people like if i'm just <laughs> saying happy christmas or merry christmas and a happy new year to you for three minutes you'd be like dude shut the fuck up and the fact that people <laughs> don't realize that it's the same thing so to you it's just the same it's thing it's the same thing so my dad funny. pointed it out when i was a kid and i was like oh yeah that's that's annoying please break yeah. into this break in he's breaking into the margarita yeah. okay on to the rapid fire list okay on the rapid fire list you just give your whole top five if there's anything that sticks out to you or your logic please explain okay i'll <clears> go first my, my uh, what, is, what you got a name with? I will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the top five knock knock jokes. That's good because I only have three. It's really no five knock knock jokes, <laughs> motherfucker. This was suggested to me and I don't remember where, so if it's a listener, I'm sorry if you said it. I do apologize. I wish I could properly cite you. There's I, literally a black fly in this black fly. Get the hell out of here. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Are you okay to fish it out? I'm fine, yeah. Okay, I, I'm so sorry. That's fine. Just, uh, they I mean, mean it. I just, I just, yeah. I they don't mean know if it, that man. was like, I don't know if that's part of their shit. Part of their marketing? Or, yeah. Right. So anyway, I keep, I keep sidetracking. So the, the so uh, my number, I, I Googled a lot for this as well because I wanted to make the full uh-huh. five. My bottom three are just awful jokes. Okay. And the reason I put them on there because they're the worst three I could find. And uh, for somebody, I really uh, enjoy a pun. I think it's really fun. I, I, I like them. But yeah. it's funny that knock-knock jokes are pretty much solely based in puns, and they're just not funny, and I don't enjoy them. <laughs> so, number five, etch. Anyway, uh, on to yeah. this horrible yeah, list right? that, that sucks. Knock-knock, etch. Etch who? Bless you. <laughs> number, <laughs> number four, knock-knock. Who's there? Barbie. Barbie who? Barbecue chicken. That's fucking awful. <laughs> number three, knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? A door. A door who? A door is between us. Open up. <laughs> I just can't explain that how... That should have been five. I can't explain how bad those three... There's, it's 5A, five 5B, five 5C. Five okay? Yeah. No four or no. three. So my number two genuinely made me laugh when I heard it as a kid. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's me. Me who? It's me. It's pretty cold outside. If you could open up, that would really... I'd appreciate it because I don't have a coat. It's not good. That's an anti joke, is what exactly. that is. Do you remember the age of the anti jokes? I do. I yeah. remember those. And that was when that came out, and I was like, oh, I'm expecting something. Right? It's no. just cold outside. Let me in. It's like, it made why me. Why did the little girl fall off the swing? <laughs> she had no arms. She had no arms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what did she get for Christmas? Cancer. So, like, <laughs> like, they're awful and they're not funny. No wonder our generation has a fucked it's up sense of humor. depressed and mean. Yeah. yeah. My number one is something I heard on South Park. So, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Yeah. 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 Okay. It made me laugh as a kid. So, that's my number five. What, you go- see what my number three is? Well, interrupting cow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'm okay. not going to repeat it that's because fine. you just did. So, What's number your- three was interrupting cow. Yeah, number two? two is uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo-hoo. Don't cry. It's just a joke. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Right? Shit. Okay. Right. And then number one is, uh, I, I, this has weird special resonance to me. Okay. And I'll explain afterwards. So, knock, knock. Who's there? Dwayne. 
Dwayne who? Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. <laughs> the reason that I heard that when what I was like probably probably that? three, I heard that, and the reason that that resonated is because our plumber's name was Dwayne, <laughs> and you're talking about Dwayne in the bathtub, and he, he and because he's drowning, <laughs> he yeah. And so like it was like Dwayne was the one who was working with the bathtubs, and I was right. like, did they plan that? Because you know when you're like three, nothing makes sense. And yeah. You're like oh, everything just ma- means something. Yeah. When you're yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I really hey, couldn't figure out five knockdowns. It was jokes. a rough one. I, I promise you, if you're listening and you suggested that, I hear you loud and clear. I just wish I remember. I should have wrote hear down. your top five knock-knock jokes. <laughs> yeah, suggested let's that submit one. them, all right? Yeah. Email them to Colin. So uh, our, our, number, our next uh, top five list is top five careers post friends. I'm not the biggest fan of Friends. I don't think it's in the pantheon of great sitcoms, though I do understand why people think that way about it. Mm-hmm. What I do find fascinating, excuse me, is why... You did a hand gesture with that burp, <laughs> just so everyone doesn't miss that Please. moment. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff people miss in, in the yeah. audio version. Is that uh, you? they were the most famous people on Earth. Yeah. For five to six years. Mm-hmm. You'd think that, these, that anything any one of these actors did would have been gold and that is not the case which is very weird <laughs> yeah. to me that's why is it i made though, this list is it not also kind of expected that they would a peak and then not really be able to live up well, to that but i think you know, it's not they, about their roles i agree I think with their that. roles sure they, i think their roles define them rather than the other right. way around i agree with that and i think the problem is is that uh the way that culture sir like really really uh gravitated towards tv as a medium was we put it on a pedestal mm-hmm. and that uh, didn't allow people to do what they wanted to do after. Whereas like now TV's this kind of really cool medium that people can do the thing they've always wanted to do in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like Eric Andre show could never yeah. have existed in the nineties. <clears throat> oh, because well, yeah. I mean, I think also that's just because humor has developed to a, one hundred breaking back. It's almost like like technology, we where, can, where we, you have this this curve, you know, mm-hmm. where you, we're like quote unquote approaching the singularity. Where right, there's yeah. like an exponential curve. I think humor's kind of working that way. Where now, but look the, at it like the, like the less time passes, it's it's like it's like sarcasm became a thing in the '90s, you know, and then right. like and then well, like Chandler sarcasm the on sarcasm, sarcasm and then Chandler. irony, and then just like there's yeah. just been layers on layers and layers and layers of irony and then then you get the eric andre show where it's just like nothing matters and everything's just absurd and now it's just absurdism and like humor has just accelerated to this weird pace he's he's both a great example and a bad example look at breaking bad a show about a high school teacher who has to sell meth that doesn't happen anti-hero until people realize that tv is not what it used to be so what is what exists is niche shows in I, niche genres i disagree again because i okay. think the reason breaking bad mm-hmm. is popular now and not then is because no one was able to confront the darkness within the human psyche until recently i i know i see but books were doing that movies were doing that music was doing that it's just that's t- fair. you know what i mean so I guess, like, yeah tv hadn't caught up because exactly i'll come at it from a different argument okay. i was i'll say tv was broadcast 
Yeah. And big three network yep. centric uh, dictated yeah. for a long time. That, yep. So when that yeah, splintered, it hadn't caught up. Yeah. When it splintered and then when there sub, started to be yeah, niches came like, in. Right. Exactly. Subgenres yeah. and niches. You're right. You're right. You're, so I, that was a bold, dumb claim. That no, I made no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <clears throat> I, I get what you were coming from. When, when, when subgenres were able to capture what books had been capturing for hundreds of years. Ex- that's my point. Yeah. And TV became the medium for actors to go, oh my God, I've always wanted to do this anti-hero yeah, I wanted thing. to be an anti-hero. Yeah. And I can't, but like, I, I can't wanted... be an anti-hero on CBS exactly. when it's prime time yep. and I need fucking Bobby and Billy <laughs> ages 10 yes. and 12 and, and, I mean, and tied conservative to mom yeah. and like dad to like be on board with it. So yeah. that's my point is like whole new world opens up, right? Mm-hmm. So friends, so my top yeah. five careers post friends. I don't know how that we got there. Uh, you, you would think in my opinion, the most successful person after this show is arguably Matthew Perry. Is that his name? Really? Is that his name? Chandler? Matthew Perry, yeah. Yes. Arguably. And I'll tell you why, okay? Wow. Okay. He is quintessentially... Okay, I don't want to make I don't want to go out on a limb like like that. I, so spoiler. As long as you say quintessentially at the beginning <laughs> of anything, everyone else zones out after you say quintessentially. Like, oh, he obviously knows what he's yeah. talking about. So he's not in my he top five. Quintessentially. I'll say it right now. Here's my logic. He's not in my top five, and I only use the, the six friends. Okay. Sean Penn was in the show. I didn't use uh, him. He, no. Paul Bruce Rudd was Willis in the show. In the Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I didn't use any of those people. I just the the main like yeah, I, Gunter yeah, was available. I wasn't gonna. I didn't yeah. use him. Right. I wasn't like, gonna pull Bruce, well, Bruce Willis. <laughs> was in Fast and Furious. Yeah, right. So I, I don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Matthew Perry could have easily been the rom-com Ben Stiller of the early aughts. Right? Like, there is a path for him to be an Adam Sandler-like person. And it just doesn't happen. It never happens. He tried. Yeah. I've seen movies with him. It doesn't work. He had work. a show for a little while he had called a, he Mr. Had, Sunshine. He had two shows. He was basically just Chandler, yes. but like without any of the other people who it, had grown to accept Chandler. Yeah. And in all the other shows, he's just an asshole that people don't know how to deal with. And, you know? It doesn't work. Yeah. And that's my thing is there's this there's this person that hits well. And in a perfect world so for well, him, yeah. I it could have been him. I think the reason that I am do comedy now is because of Chandler. He, I will, dude, like, largely attribute... Could I be any more? Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, that is... That's... Dude, that's what I mean, sarcasm. I would make Lays. Chandler-esque, like, jokes to people at age, like, nine. And <laughs> right. it would just be, like, right over the head. Like, and, just... <laughs> and, and that's my thing. And he's not in my top five, which hurt me when I made it. Because my number five is uh, Lisa Kudrow. He was number five for me. So, yeah. boom. That, and that's my thing. He could have been, he should have been one or two. It's obvious, I think, who's number one so now. So are you saying that you think he's the most talented of them? No, or certainly he, not. Was, he, he acted his part the most in a way that, struck a chord that he could have struck a chord with. In a way like Kramer had other things lined up in society and oh, on TV. and he fucked it up because he went on an anti-Semitic rant. <laughs> and anti-racist and yeah. all of it. <laughs> It just doesn't quite hit. Kramer, oh, I, Michael Richards, that's his name. Oh, he, you got he, it, okay. He could have occupied the Robin Williams, the Jim Carrey, the absurdist physical comedian yeah. roles Steve in Martin, movies. Steve, like, uh, yeah. uh, Kevin James has kind of occupied some of those physical comedy roles. Like, uh-huh. the idea that you can be absurdist and physical in movies, it never quite hit for him. Which is similar to Matthew Perry. Yeah. Like, Matthew Perry could have been the romantic, sarcastic lead. Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey to an extent, 
you know, uh, th- th- those like, roles. He could have been out there. He could like, have been on there. that kind of roster. Never broke for all of the movies that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. never broke. After Friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then like this is also kind of absurd because like. <laughs> We're just like we're just we're two like we're open micers like right. who are like like maybe probably maybe not gonna have any future in entertainment at all. You're like shit talking Matthew Perry, <laughs> what are like, one richest? of the most successful like sitcom actor. Like he pro- like he retired on Friends. Mo- like we're saying like w- what happened to him? I don't know. Like who fucking cares? He's Matthew Perry. Like he has enough money to like have both of us murdered yeah. for talking shit if he wants. Like he has enough my- money to hire you to murder me. <laughs> like, like he can walk in and just be like fight. For like a hundred thousand, like fight for your college yeah. tuition. At one point, he was making a million dollars an episode. So was everybody in the cast. I yeah, don't know so if that's yeah. one episode. That's like you he could twenty four. You could buy a country for yes. an episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he could help Venezuela out right yeah, now like, like, with the money he's working with. So my number four is David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer similarly could have occupied the same space as Matthew Perry. I think he did a little better, and then he went on to dramatic roles, I think, a little more successfully. He did The uh, the People vs. OJ, which is a great series on FX. Oh, okay. See, he, he, yeah, he's he's done things post-Friends that are noteworthy, and I think he plays Kim Kardashian's father. He plays Rob Kardashian, okay. which is funny. But anyway. So David Schwimmer's not on my list because I haven't seen him do those that's roles, fair. and yeah. that's uh, just maybe I'm this not is a weird attention. margarita drink. So, yeah, uh, is there such a thing as a not weird? Oh, I love margaritas. Uh, oh, you man. can't come. At, yeah, that's my favorite cocktail. I had a. I actually had a good margarita a couple nights ago, but that's like a that's like a rare occasion so, for me. I'm I've tried about six seven i've used about six or seven different create like concoctions to mm-hmm. make margaritas anyway sorry david schwimmer yeah, yeah. what's david your number schwimmer, four yeah my number four is is lisa kudrow for sure um similarly because i've seen her in roles that are that she takes it differently she she kind of harnesses the quirkiness of the character that she plays on friends but yeah. uh it's decidedly not uh just an extension of phoebe it's yeah. it's like like she did, uh, I, f- I forget what the series name was, but it's like, on HBO. It's like, yeah, it's like a web. It's like a web yes, uh, therapist. Web like, therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember what it's called, but me neither. Um, but she does really well on that, and and I, it's it's like her using, I think. And like like I'm sitting here talking like yeah. I know jack shit about acting, but like, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 thought, no. I thought it played well, and, and I agree. And you know what? I always thought she was sneaky beautiful. Like yeah, like a lot oh, of people, yeah. you know. Of course, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Arquette, mm-hmm. gorgeous people. Like I'm not everybody on the show is gorgeous. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I mean, like they, they cast all six of them. Super yeah. like cast <laughs> yeah. of like of like you know attractive wildly attractive year people olds who are gonna yeah. I think Phoebe's how, left. How else do you get? It's like Game of Thrones. Like how else do you get people to pay attention <laughs> right. to like the yeah. bullshit that was happening in that show? Like, <laughs> well, I love Game of Thrones, like, but I agree. Of, no, 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 yeah. but like, but yeah. like. If it was, it was, it was like, hey, what are you doing? About, like, well, like, well, like, my date didn't go well. It's like, obviously. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. So, I think she's sneaky beautiful. And I think that's mm-hmm. another thing that I've always appreciated about both Lisa Kudrow and, and Phoebe as a character. I have a feeling our top three are going to be similar, considering. Right, considering there's six, we're doing five. Right. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Courtney Cox or Cat. My number three is also Courtney Cox. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah, right, she's cool. done stuff. Yep. Number two, she's Matt LeBlanc. Stuff. Uh, yep. Number two is Matt LeBlanc. Yep. And number one is Gunther. Gunther Aniston. Gunther. Yeah, they, they, they got married. <laughs> no, Jennifer Aniston. I yeah. mean, 
Because she just has the legacy of she like does. I just I think the Rachel legacy was huge, and she did a lot of she did like pretty big yeah. movie roles after that. Yep. And, and with with Adam Sandler, with, with Adam Ben Sandler, Stiller, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's my point is like that could have been Matthew Perry. Yeah, if he plays his career, if he look, I guarantee you if. If we were talking to him, it would be very rude. But if we were talking to him and he could say he could have another roll of the dice, another way to play his career differently, he think I think he thinks he could have done it better. Only because of the pathways that were laid by well, other people. I mean, you I you heard saying. that came out like a couple of years ago that he had like a pretty heavy pill addiction and stuff. No way, I did not hear a that. A couple seasons of Friends. Yeah. Oh, what? Like, yeah, like he he was he was pretty um, opiates and shit. I, I don't I don't want to speak like out and of speculate. Turn, yeah, yeah, <laughs> We've yeah, already yeah. bad mouthed right, exactly. you, enough. Uh, no, but I, I know that like he he was definitely he definitely had like an addiction issue uh, <sighs> during several seasons of Friends, and like I think that he said like I straight up was like I don't remember recording like many episodes. Well, look, that's rough. Shout out to Matthew Perry. Seriously, one of my comedic inspirations. For real, like he's I'm one of the funniest performers I've ever seen in yeah, my life. No, like I I developed yeah. sarcasm because of him. And and look, I think Friends. Look, if we did a, this is you know careers after Friends is not what my favorite parts about Friends are. Right, I don't yeah. love the show as much as other people do, but Chandler and Joey are two of the funniest characters ever bar none you can mm-hmm. go back to silent films go back to chaplin dude yeah they're the some of the funniest things yeah. period but them alone i don't Just, like yeah, the, the, the way the way that they're written yeah it's also like uh yeah but I i'm saying i don't my problems are with other things not them uh-huh. and that's the last sure. i'll say about that we'll move on to the next top five go after your, yeah, are you yeah. sure or, okay. that's fine so the next and and uh the next top five is something that I find abstract, but like almost necessary. This is one of the few things that I think kind of deserve to be ranked, but it's different if you don't, if you like, you have an iPhone, correct? Yeah. So if you have an iPhone, I think it's a little bit different than Android, mm-hmm. but it's you top five Android? phone apps. No, I have, I have an iPhone X. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. uh, a top five phone apps. So yeah. my number five is Google Drive. I okay. think the reason I think uh, it's, it's utilitarian across both platforms Mm-hmm. Does so much while while uh, not being like it's it's just utility. You know what I mean? That's pure yeah, utility. It's, it's the future. <clears throat> right, yeah, agreed. Yeah. What's your number five? It's storage without space. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty rad. Pretty uh, rad. Right? Uh, my so again, I I went for more of just an absurdist tilt on this on this challenge. But uh, my my okay. five is because I don't have a whole lot of apps. Um, I, my phone usage is pretty limited, uh, to like just, yeah, like you said, the utilitarian, uh, it's an SE. So oh, they made it after right. the six because people were complaining the phones were too big. And so yeah. they went back and they, they made one more four inch phone, uh, model. And I have had that. And then I upgraded to just the same one with double the storage and that upgrade provided me with double the storage and it was actually cheaper because time so much time had passed right. that, like so few people wanted it it just it gave me 128 gigs and a headphone jack that's what you have yeah Holy crap. and a headphone jack and those are the only two things i want it's just a ton of storage and a headphone jack like i don't want the yeah, fucking I, the bullshit i wish and, i had a headphone jack yeah everyone does and this is probably the last phone that i'm gonna have that has one which yeah. is sad but Anyway, my, my number five is uh, is one that I downloaded recently after a night at uh, the club. Duck club. As we call it in this house. The club. It's called Recent Numbers, and it's, uh, it's, to, it's to track down numbers that get added to your phone. Uh, because like you can you can go and search by name, 
But if you add someone's number and you forget what their name is, there's yeah. no way to find them in your yeah. contacts. Yeah. So recent numbers allows you to just just shows you what was the this most for recent a lady num- friend was for a lady friend. Yeah. All right, nice. Um, turns yeah. out I didn't add her number, <laughs> so the so app was useless. So if you're listening, yeah. but uh, but it's highly utilitarian. Just, just know that he yeah. forgot if about you. You black out a lot, and the and second. you well no like her number was in my missed calls because I think that's how we did. It was like she called me, and, and then, then you were like, okay, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and you never saved it. Never saved it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, name unknown. <laughs> oh, she sounds beautiful. I love that name. I love yeah. it. It's really it's a it's, pretty uh, name. Yeah. It's 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 foreign. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but it's you know if if you're a, if you're a party type, right? Uh, and yeah. You, and you often find yourself forgetting uh, your experiences uh, due to having so much fun. Download recent numbers. Uh, number is like num- is like the hashtag symbol. Because remember back in the day, it used to mean number. A number sign. Yeah. yeah. A pound. Yeah, it's yeah. pound. It was it's pound, pound, number. Recent pound keys. Is it, is has a, has a symbol been used so differently? Because an at sign has always meant at person. Right, yeah. Percentage never changed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. the pound number sign to hashtag. number hashtag. I think that pound. might be. I think that might be the most turnaround that right? an, a, a typical keyboard symbol has experienced in our You've lifetime. Heard, and when you call like automated numbers, they say like press. It says pound. press pound, and like I swear for <laughs> years of my teenage years, I said like, fuck, which one is that? <laughs> <Right>? Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it takes all the use growing yeah. up. You know? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, asterisk. I guess asterisk is like also like. Fuck! I fucked up the sentence, mm-hmm. and also multiply on a computer calculator. Yeah, but that yeah, it's kind of both. I feel like those kind of came around at the same time. I don't know. Sure, you're I, right. You're right. This is all speculation. My number four is the podcast app. I I was this close to using SoundCloud World because uh-huh. I love my SoundCloud audience. It's what I get the most listens to. I love Stitcher. I love TuneIn. I love mm-hmm. Player FM. I love just, YouTube. Uh, name dropping. Yeah, all the credit. stuff I'm on. Yeah, I love I love those podcatchers and, and services. But the podcast app presents them and organizes uh, them in in the most eloquent way I think imaginable. Uh, my number four is called Hamhorn. Um, it's the it's the <laughs> I love how many things you've had ready, Colin. Yeah, oh my I god! I prepared, man. I prepared for this podcast. That's um, oh god! I have a ham horn. I've got another one for you. <laughs> I have to. That settles it. The ham horn settles it. It's god, sweet! I just pushed myself over the over the brink there. So okay. ham horn got to be a thing like my okay. sophomore year in my student group. We were just all using it all the time. I don't know why it's called ham horn. Not a. I would figure rap horn. Yeah, because in a lot of hip hop, um, I don't well, know. The, <laughs> the other. I guess I get it because the the other like uh, sound that you could make it make was. Did you ever watch Thirty Rock? I I, I watched the first season. Okay, so uh, did you, did they, did you ever see Tracy's wife in that? Like, I think I don't think so she's at, the character at, that she at, becomes. At one point in later in the show, she yeah. like she gets her own reality show and uh, and like there's a line where Jack is like people does people do like the way that she says ham and it just cuts to her going Be- ham. <laughs> <laughs> and the other sound that you could make the thing make was just her going ham, <laughs> and that's why it's called ham horn. I think. But I like, think. I think it was right around the time that like that sound was being used in rap a lot. It's just that app became it's, a thing. Look, and, speaking of Thirty Rock, we don't have you know we got to speed through this. But speaking yeah. of Thirty Rock, one of the best pilot scripts I ever read when I was trying to learn how to write a script, I would mm-hmm. read comedy scripts just to see how to emulate their their formatting and right. their the grammar, their punctuation, all that. And uh, 
one of the funniest jokes I think plays better reading is when uh, Jack, the guy for G, right? Yeah. Is his name Jack? Yeah, Jack. Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. When he's meeting Liz Lemon for the first time, he answers a random phone and goes five inches, but it's thick, and then hangs up. <laughs> and he's clearly talking about his penis, and it plays so well on script. That's so interesting. That you're like. How do you even think of a joke that yeah. funny? Their, not, yeah, their like, writing team is absurd. Tina Fey wrote the pilot on her own. Yeah. Speaking of Mean I Girls, full circle. Full circle yeah. Tina Fey this is one of the, the best. This was the plan the whole time. <laughs> right? Tina Fey is one of the funniest writers out. Absolutely. Did you ever read her autobiography? Uh, Bossy no, Pants? I haven't, no. Yeah, you should do it. I love the, the cover art, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, okay, uh, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, num- Apps, yes. number three. My number three is my note app. Okay. Because I love ha- the idea of having a notepad, and I hate the idea of holding paper and a pen. So, what's your number three? Uh, Flappy Bird. Oh, that's yeah. a great Just because answer. it was a global phenomenon. Global phenomenon. Uh, and I... <clears throat> the, the hoax about him killing himself? Uh, yeah, all the crazy and, shit. And yeah. also, it was like, before all the drama, it was also just like a really interesting game. Like, it was just... It drew everyone in, and it's like, it was so hard. It was a flash you got, in the pan, man. Yeah, but if you got good at it, it was cool. And, like, I got... You know, we all got, like, high scores and, like... <laughs> It was, it was whatever. No, it, but, um, but it was a moment. It was a yeah, moment. It was, it, in was, it was a moment, and I downloaded it to my phone, and then it got backed up on my computer. So then, when I got a new phone, it downloaded. I still have it, but I can't. It's in the cloud, and it's never coming down because oh, there is no Flappy no, Bird anymore. Yeah, yeah. But like, I had it on my last phone. Well, you got 128 in 2017. Gigs. You, you got room. Yeah, like <laughs> you got I had room. Flappy Bird like years after it like <laughs> stopped being a thing. That there's gonna be like a great documentary. Uh, about Flappy Bird, Bird. About the rise and, and fall And like, it's gonna be like Symbolic be of like, American culture It'll be like it's Harlem gonna be Shake yes. Like it just came and went Like so, that You know For a long time I don't think we've had Enough time pass I wanna do a YouTube Documentary series On old YouTube Slash Vine stars Yeah Like where are they just now Just like momentary Just like 15 seconds of fame oh, Sure it, yeah. Oh it, even le- You're right Like instead of 15 minutes 15 seconds But yeah. it feels Six seconds of fame Would be the perfect title mm-hmm. Because oh, if it's Vine, Vine stars yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've already got your title. Because did you get that trademark? Yeah, <laughs> right. I gotta get. I gotta get legal zoom on yeah. that. Because the thing is, is uh, they captured the cultural consciousness of young people while escaping a lot of people, so that they live on through YouTube and stuff. And you know, ETV would do like music like where mm-hmm. are they now right you know yeah and it's like what are they doing now and they're like drinking in their house and they're lonely or they're like big or stars like on another a, app like they got a job and like <laughs> right i want to know dude like they live in a development somewhere exactly like, yeah. like what what is the dude who made like okay like what is he doing now <laughs> yeah where is he like i where need is to know charlie bit my finger <laughs> right like, yes. how old is he he's got to be like in like middle school now is he like, still biting yeah like, we need to know <laughs> Oh, my number two is Waze. 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 Okay. It's a it's a location. It's a GPS app. Okay. The reason it's great is it's community driven. The reason uh-huh. it sucks is because it's not as backed as like Google Maps. But like you can report cops. You can report potholes you can report cars in the shoulder so you'll go oh in half a mile somebody saw a cop here and if only Slow i had down. that when i was driving over i should have yes when you're driving here i should have told you swerved onto the shoulder you can report and then that back shit. onto the road like nothing had happened <laughs> just drunk driver five yeah, miles ahead it's just like you're you're drunk <clears throat> so uh what's your number two number two is uh shazam 
It's a great uh, app. Big it's a music, great app. I'm a big music guy, and, and I would have had a lot of really, really great music escape me had it not been for a timely Shazam. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, yeah. no a timely Shazam were, is everything. Yeah, a timely Shazam, uh, you know, can't be underestimated. Uh, they yeah. were the, yeah, I'm not going to say no one does it better, but they were the first, they were the first uh, yeah. algorithm, I think, that did that thing where they it's were. like, we, let's recognize music and, They're a and, game show now. and locate it. Beat Shazam is by, hosted I, by I Jamie Foxx. That. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a thing that people would pay money to have <laughs> developed. I don't know. I don't even know what platform. There's so many platforms and like, like is that TV? Is that the internet? Is it's that TV. streaming? It's on Fox, I think. Is TV a thing even? It, like, who has cable? Like, <laughs> fucking, I don't know. So, uh. Sure. Shazam, uh, my Shazam one Shazam is a show now. If that's <laughs> Shazam's not, if a fucking. Not, if that's not our like generation's zeitgeist. <laughs> I was on. A, I was in the Royal Oak Theater. I was seeing a movie called The Little Hours uh-huh. with Aubrey Plaza, and one of the people from Garfunkel and Oates. I can't remember her name. And uh, fuck, it doesn't matter. Tradition, like really funny people. Mm-hmm. And there was this band playing, and I was like, "This is a fucking jam." Mm-hmm. And I forgot I had Shazam on. I threw it up. Yeah. Turned out to be this band called the Beach Fossils. The Beach Fossils are great. Yeah, one of my favorite bands. I saw them live in Ferndale, and I was like, if it wasn't for Shazam, I would not have ever learned about this amazing band. Wait, so that was your first encounter with Beach Fossils? Twenty early January. I think it was January twenty seventeen. I think. Okay, yeah, and then and you found them, and then you. Explored they're, they're, them, they're, no, I don't want to say January. I don't know. I think it was summer of twenty seventeen. Now that I think about it, but I'm it not was fact checking. Yeah, or I know you're not. Timeline. I, I know. I just need to remember because it was their their album Summer Salt was either coming out or had uh-huh. just come out. It was their newest album, and I was like, first of all, this band's amazing. Yeah. Second of all, shouts out to Shazam. Yeah. For for no, oh, like, wait, wait, I think, I think it's an yeah. underrated, underappreciated. Uh, You're right. It's a great number two. In daily life. So honorable mention before I go to my number one. Honorable mention is in the show Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. They have the hot dog, not hot dog app, and they show you. You take a picture of food. <laughs> it's like pizza and, and it's not a hot dog. And it'll tell you if your food is not hot like, dog. That's all it can do. <laughs> if it's a hot dog, yeah. it'll get it right. If it's anything from a chair to a toe to a piece of pizza, it will get it wrong, and it's not a hot dog. It'll get it right, I mean, but it's not a hot dog. It's also correct, yeah. It's also correct. So that almost made my number one, but it's not my number one. My number one is Twitter. It's boring in NCAA March Madness terms. That's chalk. That's probably one of the most uh-huh. used apps on, on earth, but it's, it's my favorite. I get a lot of likes. I test a lot of jokes. You know, what's your, what's your number one? Uh yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, my number one is uh, Tinder, because I'm a tool. Uh, <laughs> but you, I I'm mean. I'm not going to explain it no, any for sure. further. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. All right. I'm a tool. Next top five list is, and our final top five list. Top six. One that I've wanted to do for a while. Okay. Because there's so many, it's hard to. Yeah, this one, uh, there's so many, but there aren't as many as you think there are. That's a great way to put it. There's almost, it's like, in the beginning, you're like, there's too many. In the end, you're like. You're like, where are they? Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> but also, there's a few artists. I don't know if you noticed this. Maybe you, you know, I mean, research and shit like that uh-huh. could differ. But there's a few artists that could have a, a top five on their own. Seriously. Yeah. So my... Beatles come to mind. Th- this top five list is top five songs with colors in the title. Mm-hmm. This was suggested by listener Cam Combs. He's also been on two podcasts. Great guy. You know, uh, Thanks, a great list. Points. He suggested a list. Uh, suggested a list before. Give me your number five. Let's <clears> start <throat> it off randomly. There uh, you go. My number five is is uh, Baby Blue by Kid Cruel. Oh. Um. I f- keep going. Yeah. 
Uh, just it's a really beautiful song, um, and his lyricism in that song is is pretty impressive. Um, is he a rapper? He's like this. He's like an indie rock, but it's like grunge also, and it's okay. hip hop influenced. Um, and he also does like beats under the name Archie Marshall. So he's got a lot of. Di- he's just like a really really talented musician who just like can't find enough like facets for his like right. creativity for his talent yeah and, right um but it's it's a it's a good song see it's, it's a pretty song the best part it's about simple, making um and it but it's but it's pretty sorry go on no no i didn't mean to cut you off yeah I, what i wanted to say about songs in general is because you you want you made me want to hear the song with mm-hmm. your description is that i wish we could play we the could songs play every song and be like, yeah and say like oh that. don't you like this part but you know it's fine uh my number five is amber by 311 you know, Amber oh, is the color of your is energy. A good one. Yeah. Oh, I was just I I love I, that I didn't song. Think of that one, but and it's a Amber's good one, technically yeah. a color. It is a color. No, yeah, that's yeah. A, it's abs- in the lyric in the <laughs> in the refrain. It's Amber is the color of your energy. Yeah. You know, so I was like, yeah, that's that's something that I totally identify with with wanting to aspire. That's the kind of music I thought I wanted to like in high school, and by the time college mm-hmm. came around, I just liked it. It wasn't like a, a a a thing that I needed to force. I don't know. Anyways, uh, what's your number four? Uh, my number four yeah. uh, is "Baby Blue" by uh, oh, two baby uh, blues. Two baby blues, yeah. Um, by Action Bronson. I would yes. Yeah. I, when you said "Baby Blue," I thought of Action Bronson. Yeah, Why yeah. Are you always all on my back? Oh, he's um, that's a great yeah. song. Oh. Um, just because of the chance verse. Yep. Um, and you better believe I have the lyrics pulled yeah. up just because it has it has lines like, uh, like uh, I hope you never get off Fridays yeah. and you work at a Fridays. It's, it's always, always busy, busy on Fridays. Fridays. Yes. I hope you win the lottery and lose your ticket. Yeah. I hope the zipper on your jacket gets stuck and your headphones short and your charger don't work and you spill shit on it. It's just like all the most but, minor inconveniences. Uh, it's the most minor, but then the best part is, and I hope your tears don't hurt. Uh huh. Yeah. Because and then and then I hope you're ruining shit for a reason. I yeah. hope you're happy. I yeah. hope. In the, but it's a hope you happy in it's spiteful and hopeful because human emotions are complex. Yeah, and no, because yeah, the, the, the way he ends that verse is really interesting it's because poetic, it's, it's the man. whole the whole yep. verse is spite in a really crea- yep. creative way because it's all just like really minimal yeah uh, minimal it's, really, it's minimal yeah. petty shit it's yeah. like it's like hope there's snow in your driveway yes it's like that's, yes. that's like a, that's not like that's not saying like i hope like, your t- i hope your titties are sagging, sagging your early, early 20s, 20s. Yeah. like yeah that's not saying like like i hope your family gets murdered you no. know it's not it's not like evil or whatever yeah. it's just like i hope you have a minor inconvenience yes you know that you can get over but like it's still you wake up and you're just like but, fuck but in know? the end of the verse like the end of the day he loves you and he doesn't know why yeah. And that is the pro. It's the both the problem well, and the great thing about. It. That's me, what I take from it is that I hope your tears don't hurt. Mm-hmm. I hope I make you cry, and then when you cry, it doesn't hurt as bad as I wished it did earlier, because I in the in the end of it, don't want to hurt you as bad as I want to hurt you. That's what I take from his verse. And and that's I, an interesting way of looking. That at that's it. just the way I've always. To, for me, I guess I feel like I I look at it as like. He looks at her as a. I am assuming it's a her. I don't know. Sure, as, <clears throat> as the it, other it person. It comes off as I know chances of a straight identified guy and, and a religious and think, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I and I just it seems like he's talking to a former lover or whatever. Right. Um. I think he looks at her as a destructive person, um. Who you know has obviously hurt him and 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 the way that they live that she lives her life is destructive and and bad and and whatnot and so he's wishing all these he has all this resentment that he doesn't know what to do with but 
Um, he's kind of just like, he's kind of come to this point of like, I'm not going to be near, you know, like you, you, I'm removing myself from the pattern of your destruction. So I hope you're happy. And I hope that you're, I hope that you being destructive works for you because like, I don't think that you're going to be anything else, but like, I hope that, cause it's, I hope you're happy. I hope you're ruining shit for a reason. I hope you're happy. Yeah. You know? And so it's just kind of like, I'm gone. Like I'm, I'm away from it. And so, as long as it's not affecting me, it's just like, go ahead, ruin stuff. I, I hope that makes you happy. I hope, I hope that you works find for what you. you're looking for. Yeah. I think that my disposition is to naturally look at that as a hopeful ending of sure. Ruining shit from a reason from my perspective is that's ruined. Hopefully from your perspective, you're creating a new thing that you love. I, but, but either way, the, when you have a great piece of art, you all you're left you with is, is exactly is a way to talk about it. and that's yeah. how you know chance is a fucking artist man yeah and that song is a work of art an extremely talented lyricist yeah so so my that's number four my number four because i was i don't have much hip-hop on this but my number four is i think one of my it's i think it's kanye west's best song it's called black skinhead uh-huh i don't yeah. know if it, yeah it's a, i'm familiar vaguely so, with so it. it's a fantastic song he worked with daft punk to make it one of the great I fucking love that song I think uh, it was on the album Yeezus you know uh-huh. it was like peak overly confident Kanye like people were either way too tired of him or like re- drinking his Kool-Aid way too much uh-huh. I love that song great song what's your what's your number three or uh-huh. number four excuse me that was sorry yeah I just, number, number three, three. Yep. Number four, so you're three. Number yeah. three. Yeah. yeah um my number three i'm gonna put at uh it's called pink rabbits uh by the national i've never heard it um the national is just like sad indie band Are they like um, punk pop no no that's the state i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah state no it's a different yeah. uh different stuff they're yeah. they're good um yeah. they're just like a, they're like indie rock and they're kind of dark and moody and stuff um and it's just it's it's a pretty song and I don't know I I keep saying oh this song's pretty yeah. uh, it, it, because like for me like we we've yeah like we obviously been talking about lyrics and whatever but um I tend to I know certain people I like will hear lyrics that that really pull them in and and make them like notice a piece of music or whatever and that's how like I know a lot of people will judge songs off of their lyrics and what their lyrics mean to them and that's fine and I completely understand it but for me. I am much more pulled in by the way that a song sounds, the notes and the timbres of the instruments and stuff. And so for I, me, what, lyrics see, but are you're a musician. secondary. Yeah. You're a musician. So I think you appreciate about what, what, rather, what you appreciate about music connects with you in a different way than somebody who's not. But I know musicians who, who, who like really no, I'm not, hear I'm not, lyrics more sure. than I do. That's fair. I think That's it's fair. just a personal right. choice. Sure. Okay. Or not even a choice. I think it's just a personal preference, preference. That, that, yeah. that happens. So, uh, for me, like that's why I keep saying, "Well, this song is pretty." That's just because that's what I noticed. It's the way like, to describe it. I think these it. notes yeah. work really well with each other, and the way that these instruments uh, work with each other yeah. and are recorded, and the yeah. audio around them. And, right. And the, so for me, like singing, a lot of the time is just another instrument. The words are just it. another instrument to me, yeah. unless they're like really knockout, and then I'll notice them. And so for the most part, this is a pretty song, um, but like it's got some really great lyrics. Like uh, like there's a, there's a refrain that happened uh, that. Um, sorry, fuck, I gotta find it. <clears throat> you know, you um, you look. I, I will say, you while you look at the lyrics, I got it. What right my here. number? Oh, you got it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
It is. Fuck, I didn't have it. Um, so my number three is kind of basic, mm-hmm. but it's because I love the band and the band is trashed on. It's Yellow by Coldplay. Oh, I put also, that in as a maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Honorable I, mention. Honorable I think mention. An honorable mention for you. I think it's a great song and it's also the only song I have that's a solid one word color. That, and so I thought it was interesting. What's yours? Um, so What's the refrain rather? The, the one line that really, again, this is one of my really good friends who's a musician from back home. Yeah. Uh, he sings this song a lot, and he has pointed out this lyric, too. Um, you didn't see me when I was falling apart. I was a television version of a person with a broken heart. Meaning, what I take with that is, like, yeah. you know, it's just the way that, like, uh, to, to portray an emotion, a feeling, or a, a situation on screen, you have to over-portray it just the way that, the same way that you have to do on stage because you have to, you know, to get something from you into someone else's head, you have to go out of yourself a little bit more to get someone else to receive it the way that, yeah. you know, the way uh, in a way that's, like, even somewhat close to the, how they would be experiencing it themselves. I think there's a disconnect between you and the screen as well. It's almost like you said. It has to be overly mm-hmm. done, yeah. or else it's not. You you can't trigger your empathy, because if you can't like like the disconnect. It's like I was the television a television version of yeah. a person. Meaning you look at me as something that's not immediately a person. I have to be. You know what I mean. I ha- I'm. There's a wall. There's a fourth wall in between me oh. and you. Do you know That's what I mean? That's a really interesting way of a guy. Yeah, like, no, I do. There's, it's, so there's you're something in between He's us. saying you didn't see me when I was falling apart because you perceived me as a television As something else. Me. Yes. As Not something even a real person. Because you couldn't handle what was and happening. And I haven't even heard the song. I didn't Holy hear the song. Shit. No, yeah. no. That's a really I gotta hear the interesting. Song. And, yeah, we'll, we'll listen to it later. Okay, so um, number, you're number yeah, two? Number two, uh, I'm going to put it at rainbow in the dark. And I'm counting rainbow as a color here. I Oh, um, I'm in. I'm in. It's it's called Rainbow in the Dark. It's, it's Pride by... Month when we're recording this. <coughs> still technically, yeah, so that's a color. We're, right? we're yeah. allies. Yeah. <laughs> we're supportive. Uh, it's by Das Racist, um, which is a. <laughs> Do you Look, know we're them? allies. Das we're, um, Racist. Das Racist. No, no, no. Like, das I, I Racist is a. You you know them? No. No. Okay. So they're uh, they're now they're split up, but they were like a hip hop group, um, either duo or group, um, and just the lyrics on this are hilarious and super on point. Um, and just like uh, this song is a complete goof. Um, like the first couple lines are, I'm at the white castle. I don't see you here, dog. Tiny ass hamburgers, tiny ass cheeseburgers, <laughs> tiny ass chicken sandwiches. It's outlandish kid. Like just like <laughs> shit like that. They're rapping about like, sliders. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And like stuff. And, and so it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, re- I, I just think that, like yeah. the, 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 every single line in this is something that you have to like, l- like listen to it 10 times and then learn how it works with other lines in the song. And I yeah. just think that that's like an unrecognized type so, of like, sometimes they do. Oh shit. Excuse me. Uh, they do. They don't by Jack Johnson. From what I've recognized in the song, every lyric, the way it ends, starts the next lyric, but it's very weird and, cir- and ci- uh-huh. circular. The things were cyclical, cyclical, whatever. Yeah. yeah, any of those, it, it's similar to like you know the lead. Anyways, uh, my number two is "Purple Rain" by Prince. Uh, that's a good. And uh, it was yeah. the first song that turned me. I was in a, a grocery or a party store, a liquor store, and I was buying. I don't know if they call party stores in Maryland. Um, it's a it's a common colloquialism here, here in Michigan. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if that was something <laughs> yeah. you were sorry. Uh, I was buying a bag of chips. I was nine. A guy looked at me and Purple Rain was playing and he was dancing. He was snapping. And he said, "Hey, uh-huh. you ever want a lady to <laughs> you ever want a lady to dance with you?" 
and he like leaned at me like sex and i was very uh, awkward like, i'm nine yes <laughs> and he said you play purple rain and you head move dance with her and he walked out of the store Never, I never, I didn't <laughs> say anything to this you guy. You think that was you from the future? <laughs> the future, right? <laughs> oh, my girlfriend does love Prince now. But uh, Purple Rain, Prince, you could do a top five. He's got Raspberry Beret, if you count that as a, uh, as a color. Uh-huh. Little Red Corvette. He's got like five songs, probably, if you look through his discography, yeah. discography that are colors-wise. Purple Rain's my number two. What's your number one? Number Let's one. Let's end it. Let's go. Uh, what is Blackbird it? by the Beatles. Oh, that's great. I didn't yeah. even think of that as a color. Yeah, that's, oh, a, that's a good. I mean, it's one word, so I, I, but, you know, black is in it. Um, <sighs> that's my second favorite song by them. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I, if this is, if there's enough time here, I'll share a, a brief experience uh, about Blackbird. L- let me tell mine real quick, then Go let's get it. to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So to wrap, before we wrap yourself up, my number one is also with the word black. It's Paint It Black by oh, the by Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones, yeah. Which is. You know, commonly known as maybe the second or third greatest band ever. Uh-huh. You know, only yeah. only They're behind the Beatles, Beatles and, and Zeppelin. Maybe yeah. Zeppelin, exactly. So I, I love that song. It's a song that I think is both. So Blackbird, uh, and I don't mean to talk about how much I love Blackbird. I just didn't think of that as a color. So, no, so yeah, I, I might have put that as my number yeah. one. But uh, Paint of Black, I'm sticking with it. Blackbird and, and Yesterday are uh-huh. my two favorite songs by the Beatles. And it's because they wrote them pretty early on, I think, for Blackbird. I don't know. I'm not I'm not gonna Blackbird was the white album. I don't know. Hey, if you're if late. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna just, I'm just yeah, make you e- super wrong. <laughs> no, just, either way, it's yeah. early for in terms of emotional music. Uh-huh. And nobody's been able to replicate what I felt when I heard those songs. Yeah. I heard those songs later in my life. Uh, my mom and my dad never played classic rock growing okay, up. Okay, so yeah, my, my dad was a big Beatles guy. Right. So we played Beatles. When I, I never, I, I probably, I, I just heard, like, I didn't know that, that uh, the, what's that fucking song by, what's his name, George, is it George Harrison? Yeah. Is that his name? While my guitar gently weeps. No, there's one more. The sun is going to uh, rise. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Yeah. I didn't know that was a Beatles song. Really? Until this year. Damn, dude, yeah. So, like, I have no... That's a, that's a great I have no, song. It's a great song. And yeah. I, have no, I have nothing... I don't know anything about the Beatles, okay? okay? Yeah. So, like, when I heard... The first time I heard Blackbird was Sarah McLaughlin. First time I heard yesterday was the Beatles, mm-hmm. and I was like, I've listened to music for 21 hey, years. These guys are pretty good. Yeah, right. I was like, I heard music for 21 years. No one has made me feel the way that two minute song yeah. or that two and a half minute song are in 21, you know, and still haven't. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important because that means something resonates. What's your experience with Blackbird? And then we're out of the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Where we've went pretty long. So we did, yeah. Um, I just so, so I did a, I did a fifth year um, at Michigan this past year. Um, meaning it took me a while um, to get through college. <laughs> right, yeah. um, I worked on South University Ave, which is in Ann Arbor. Um, worked there almost my entire time in college. I have a tattoo that represents <laughs> that street, and I made like many of my best friends I've made working there. So this space has a lot of meaning for me. On my last final exam um, ever in college, I had pulled an all-nighter, slept for like two hours before it, and then like went in and took it and it was my last it was my last final ever my last thing that i ever had to do in college i took it walked down south university ave put my music i was like i was like i need to listen to something really great right now and it just like the the, like for the moment you know just to just to soundtrack my life or whatever and i just and i couldn't uh i couldn't decide because there's too much pressure to decide like this song will decide will define you know my last (laughs) moments in college or whatever and so i just put it on shuffle and um 
Ultralight Beam by Kanye came on. Oh, that was a big, killer. beautiful song. Yeah, I yeah. just walked up and down yeah. South U, and then I sat down and Blackbird. I was I sat down. Ultralight Beam faded out, and I was gonna get up and and like walk into the store where I work and yeah. like start talking to people again. But then Blackbird came on, and I sat my ass back down. Yeah. And I just sat there. It was a beautiful, clear, sunny day, and I just looked. And at the end of South University is Michigan Union, and the Michigan flag was just, like, waving in the wind, and I just, like, made eye contact with the flag, and just, like, a single tear kind of, like, came to the corner of my eye, and I just, like, listened all the way through to Blackbird, and then, like, that ended, I took my music, put it away, and then, like, went on with the rest of my life. And that boy grew up to be Barack Hussein Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) No, that's a wonderful story. Jesus. Yeah, that that was Blackbird in recent memory for me at least dude that's gonna be a memory for life that's yeah. awesome colin thank you so much for being on thanks for having me i'm sorry we stalled a little bit <laughs> and you're okay man sidetracked but uh but yeah this no is fun. there's no point in doing this podcast we're not gonna sidetrack we're not gonna bullshit for you a know second. Yeah. yeah all right so long world Word.